0: Yes, 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 yes! That was a goal! Striker! Eat that! And another! Bing bang stick it in! Thank you and good night! What? That was liquid football! Uh, shit! Did you see that? Hello everybody! It's your old friends mm-hmm. at Monday Madness, and welcome to a very special edition of the That Was Liquid Football podcast, live from the bunker. Woo! Yeah! Fuck. So, two, one person was on cue, the other one was not. And so, <laughs> I, like,
1: in my defense, I was drinking.
0: Okay, that's fine. I'll accept that. Um, yeah, but yeah, don't don't yeah. let it happen again. All right, or else, like you know, come on, it's a serious you want operation. Me to stop drinking. Do you realize what
1: no, the no, 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 going not realize?
0: No, 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 not that, not that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, drink, but also woo at the same time. Like, all right, then, cool. I mean, what, you didn't, did you, say?
2: Brief, you, didn't you, you didn't brief me on what the bunker is. I didn't know how to react. Is it a bad bunker? Is it a good bunker? Is it a happy bunker? Is it a it's, bad bunker? It's whatever
0: know. bunker you want, man. It's it's whatever is in your mind. It's like Animal Crossing. Like, it just has to be, it's whatever it's in your head, you know? Aren't, all, all, bunkers, in, aren't all bunkers inherently bad?
2: Yeah, I, 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 I thought, I, I went straight to World War Two. I don't know why I <laughs> Like,
1: if you're in a bunker, like, you're not, you, people don't go to bunkers because their life's going really well. True,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, but life but life isn't going well at the moment. So I'm, for for I'm lot well done, Jonathan. Well done, Jonathan. We around. Fantastic lads. I love that we reverted to fucking Hitler two minutes into the podcast. <laughs> That's a fantastic start. So um, new, record. new record, new record, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, this is a special presentation, as I mentioned. Uh, with me in the room, in joint quotation marks, is Neil, as ever. <laughs> Now you'll notice that the other person on the call um, sounds very much not like Bert ba. Um In fact, either that or her um, balls have dropped in that time. No, in fact, we have we're joined by a special guest from the Hallway Wrestling Podcast and other miscellaneous things. He gets he gets people to dragged into. Uh, Ryan, the man that genetics forgot, I believe, is your tagline because you're you're some sort of freak of nature.
2: Don't you dare try say that as if you uh, you don't know. You 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 have so many names for me that include that, that include. You don't that know. Have, you have you you have Jericho's five hundred lists of holes, but it's all slags for my crippledness. <laughs> to be fair, it is mostly hello, about uh, your neck. So hello hello everybody. Yeah, my
0: mine. I've made my uh, username on the switch today. Um, Gooseneck. So excellent excellent. Staying on brand. I like it. Um, you'll be able to make a, a brand of turtlenecks in the future that uh, go to infinity. So that's that's <laughs> yeah, what, that's what to look forward to. So um, as I said, we're this isn't the bog standard liquid football show because I don't know if you've noticed, but football has stopped. And uh, if Man United fans had their way, it would never happen again because that would stop Liverpool winning the title. Um, which brings They're us to the also
1: team playing
0: football. Yeah, that's true. Well, to be fair, their their team hasn't played football since 2010, so don't worry about it. Well, in all
1: fairness, uh, West Ham, they, they've come out and said that they they, they want the league the, the league stopped as well. I was like, yeah, that's because you're outside the relegation zone on goal difference. <laughs>
0: on goal difference, yeah. Managed yeah. by David Moyes. And the most notable thing that happened to your season was Michael Antonio crashing his fucking car dressed as a snowman. I can see why you want to end the season there, you know. Who knew that they uh, should have just edited it
1: yeah they should have just edited it right after that crash yeah now i the whole thing burning it all down
2: <laughs> and the rest and and, and the, rest of their, um, the rest of their season DVD is just David Moyes trying to speak Spanish
0: leave, <laughs> leave, leave, leave it at that leave it at that well to be fair considering the owners of uh, of West Ham I don't want to know what the rest of the DVD will look like because I imagine <laughs> it could be pretty pretty bad like yep. it'd be more filthy and disgusting than normal uh so, yes, uh, we don't have any football to uh, review on this one, so we decided to do something different on this one. This is one of my ideas where uh, you guys have obviously seen or heard of these kind of tier list videos on YouTube and what's the best Premier League eleven and all these kind of wankery conversations that people have. So I thought we'd chip in with our own. I want to craft the perfect, ultimate uh, Premier League eleven for a football club. And tonight, I'd like to do it for Liverpool. Woo. Uh, Yes, uh, because, Rian, you are, in fact, a Liverpool fan. Uh, mm-hmm. Well done. You've now uh, st- re-established the balance that uh, this Liquid Football podcast has been waiting to get since the start. It's no longer an Arsenal-based so play show. Oh,
2: am wearing my i I'm, I'm wearing my Sadio Managers with the number 19 on the back that I regret so badly getting, because, like, two weeks later, he got the number 10 shirt.
0: Oh, no, that's, um, that's a collector's item, lads. Come
2: on. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not... It's,
0: it was two years ago and I was really upset, more upset than I should have been. No, oh, that's a pity. Uh, yeah, so the way this, the way we're working this is we're going from the start of the Premier League all the way to date. And we're going to try and craft a team based of all the players that have played from Liverpool. So to make it easier, um, I basically compiled all the most common players from each season into a big pool and split them into generations. So... From the 92 93 season to 97 98 is generation 1, and we'll go through that uh, momentarily. Generation 2 consists of 90, 98 99 to 0304, I suppose you can call them the Gerard Hulier years. Uh, generation 3 would be 0405 to 0910, that would be the Rafa years. Uh, generation 4 would be 10, 10 11 to 14 15, also known as the shit years. And then you have the most recent generation which would be 15 16 to date and that's mm-hmm. obviously the best seat, best team we've ever made we've ever seen and i don't know why we're making this video in the first place but let's just have a conversation at least so the way we're working this is we're going to try and craft a team based of all the players we've had uh, best formation and basically pick and choose who we have but the kicker is we can only use a certain number of players from each generation. So the maximum we can have on a team is five from each generation. So we can't just pick this season's team or the team from, like, that won the Champions League the last time out. So we have to, like, discuss what players we want on the team. Um, mm. I think I've done a fairly good way of explaining that, haven't I? Or do I want to say this again yes, and you just edit it out? <laughs> no, that's good. Yes. Okay, that's cool. Fantastic. So uh, the first thing we need to decide on, lads, is a formation. And um, I have just provisionally a four four two, but I. What for? Which formation do you think is best suited for Liverpool? For, for first of all,
2: when do we talk about? I, I remember I gave you the idea of guilty pleasure players because I need to give a few people a mention.
0: <laughs> I, I think. I, I think, I, I think what we'll fun. do is we'll have a manager and we'll have a subs bench and I think subs bench is where we'll put some of the guilty pleasures. I think. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that, that that's all gonna be Stuart Downing and shit. Yeah, that's gonna. Be- <laughs>
0: No, Stuart Downing is shit, you forgot to say there. It's not it's it's not R, it's is. <laughs> Can't believe we yeah, yeah, spent right. seventeen million on Stuart Downing, but here we are. Um so Spoiler, yeah. he is not in the team. <laughs> he actually isn't, shockingly enough. He didn't make the call. Um So yes, uh I was thinking actually a 4 3 Um Neil, would you have any input on that? Yeah, I went with a four three three as well. Okay, cool. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll make that change then.
2: Um, yeah, we're all yeah four two three all around. Um, honorable mention that Brendan Rodgers is two months of success with a three five two. I'm pretty sure it would be a three would three, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, you're you're um, right. It
0: was a it was a three four three. Yeah. Um, they had yeah. I think he had uh, actually, yeah. It was a three five two because he had Emery Chan at left wing back and Sterling at right wing back.
2: <laughs> and, and I th- I think he had Andre Wisdom in there for a United game. That's right. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, Wisdom. that was uh, <laughs> memories i would never seen such an ironically named player in my life he's doing alright for Derby now I think yeah he's fine he's found his niche which is a bog standard championship team yes as, as sponsored as by as Wayne Rooney <laughs> so uh, uh, we're going to kick off then uh, with goalkeepers so uh, again the way this works is I basically picked the whichever prominent goalkeepers from that generation and we're going to discuss which we think is the best so Starting off, Generation One, uh, we have uh, David James, well he known fourth. Yeah, David Woo! James. Yeah, he was. Now, this has got this is based off the of commonality, not necessarily quality. Like he no, was there I was, I was since say, the start. Are
1: you serious? You want to have a conversation about David fucking James? No, I'm, I'm not. I, I,
2: I was not. I I was gonna put him up front. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Better off than that in goal. <laughs> oh, I remember. That's the best two minutes of football ever. Have you seen
0: that? His, uh, yeah. his appearance in the, in the... Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. To be fair, he's a great player, terrible keeper. Um, and somehow <laughs> an even worse pundit. So, Generation 2 then, it gets remarkably better with uh, Jerzy Dudek, who uh, yeah. won the Champions League with us. Uh, generation 3 and 4 is uh, Pepe Reina. So, mm-hmm. he's in the conversation. But then we have two candidates from the most recent set, which is uh, Simon Mignolet and Allison. All so right. that, so um, there's our five candidates. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Where's Brucey? Uh, Bruce Gobbler, he left in 92. Oh, he was replaced okay. by David James, yeah, Whoops. unfortunately. Yeah. How about no, that? No, absolutely,
1: because um, otherwise, like, if we could have gone back all, like, all over, I'd have had uh, Ray Clemens in there. Yeah, he, definitely
0: yeah. Ray Clemens, yeah. Th- th- that's no Ray- question. He was the best keeper we'll ever have.
1: Yeah, he he really was. He was He's partially the reason why I am a goalkeeper, despite being an Arsenal fan. Mm. Um, an uncle of mine was a mad Liverpool fan, and he fucking loved Ray Clemens. And so when I was trying to figure out what position I'd actually play in, he basically just went, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Basically, he was the one who pushed me towards being a goalkeeper. So I have somewhat have <laughs> Ray Clemens to thank for my chosen position on a football pitch.
2: Honorable mention. Um, um, um yeah. but um I think we can unanimously eliminate Simon mini from here. Yeah, I,
0: I, 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 David, I agree with and that, David Yeah, James. And David James, yeah. yeah. So we're down to okay. we're down to three already, so it's down to either Dudek, Reyna, or Allison. This is a tougher I have, choice. I have,
1: I have I have Raina on pitch and Allison on my bench. Because mm. I went for the subs bench rules, I went with like actual squad rules and that you must have a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, mm. I think that's a fair shout. Yeah. You, mu-
1: you must have a backup goalkeeper. So I went with Reina and Becker on the bench. Mm.
2: The, the tough, the tough thing for me is I, my first or probably second season where you know you have your season where you watch football, but my sec, my first or second season where I understood football was Pepe Reina's god awful season in twenty ten eleven. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, like that sticks in my mind as like. Uh, but before that, he was great. And then you've got the you've got the play versus trophies kind of argument.
1: Because
2: mm. I never watched. I I've watched about ten do ten jersey do matches in my life probably, and they're all from um, matches that I knew we were going to win. So I never watched do in a moment where I thought he wouldn't save the ball. Um, like <laughs> if you get what I mean. But um, I, I'm inclined to say Allison
0: mm-hmm.
2: because he won because he. Basically kept us in the Champions League last year. It's just about like who you're gonna play further forward. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Alison. Yeah.
0: Okay, I interesting. Think. Uh, I think I'm going mm-hmm. to eliminate Dudek, even though it pains me to say that because, like Dudek, I think wasn't necessarily the best keeper in the world. I don't think he was by any stretch of the imagination. But he was a great. He was a really good shit house at times. You know, like he had Grub- the wobbly grubler, legs. Grubler, yeah, the grobler legs and all that. So, um, this is a pretty tough choice because I had earmarked Pepe Reina as well. Um because it's it's kind of hard to appreciate now obviously with Alisson like he is Alisson is no doubt the best keeper we've ever had. I think it's because we've only had him for maybe a year or two. If this is done further down the line I'd say maybe put Alisson in. But um you know I I still think he's he's still got more to come. There is there are mistakes in his in his game and he can be a little bit uh low, a bit injury prone as well recently. But Pepe Reina, for five or six years, he was a stalwart. Like, the first name of the team sheet, great leader on the pitch, and there was just no getting past him at times. I think it was mm. just punctuated sometimes by having a really bad defense in front of him, that when he when he had a bad day, it was amplified. But for, for the Rafa years, he was just impervious. He was one of the best keepers and the most consistent keepers at the time. So... Yeah, if, if you guys are okay with it, I'm going to uh, assign well, Pepe Reina. It's 2-1. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. why you three. Really well,
1: deep. Also, Reina for me gets the kind of nod as he was sent off one time for violent conduct against that prick Aryan Robin uh, oh. because he took umbrage with Robin deciding that the wind was a bit too strong in the box <laughs> and uh, went
2: down. Um, uh but the funny—the funny thing is when you're watching it. When you're watching it in like hindsight, now, watching some of his mistakes, like when you know this, this six years ago, they're quite—they're quite funny. That one against Everton was fuck, god, knows, fuck he thought he was doing there. Or the beach um, ball. Let's not let's not forget the beach ball lads. Ah, uh, that was his fault. That was yeah, his fault. I don't blame him for the beach ball thing. Yeah. But. But, but the Everton one was like, what the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, like what the
0: hell. But anyway, yeah, Raina, fair enough very good Uh, so let's move on then to our fullbacks and we'll start off with our right back this time again another interesting conversation Uh, generation 1 gives us uh, Welsh international Rob Jones who I also have never heard of Um, (laughs) generation 2 didn't really have any strong right backs Uh, Jamie Carragher was played there for quite some time alongside Virgard Hagen but uh, they didn't make the cut in that category Uh, generation 3 gave us uh, Irish superstar Steve Finnan who now I believe works as an insurance broker, which is a fantastic switch in in life. Uh, Generation four then gave us Glenn Johnson, uh, formerly of Chelsea and Portsmouth. And then generation five, the most recent ones, we have Nathaniel Klein and Trent Alexander-Arnold, who to this day is still trying to figure out how pregnant women work. (laughs) uh,
2: It pains me to eliminate Glenn Johnson, but (laughs) I remember... I'll I'll give him the memory... I'll give him that. I put him in my fancy team in 2009, eight and nine, and he scored two goals against Stoke in like the second game of the season, and I was very happy. But mm. he has to go. He has to go. Uh, <laughs> he's nowhere near the two people I have in my mind. But I don't know if uh, you guys agree. With.
0: Well, I think we'll, I think we'll eliminate Rob Jones. Um, just was now he, he was very He was a very good defender, but just not like the type of wing back that we kind of purr over now. So yeah, I I've eliminated Rob Jones. I'm not too sure on get rid of Glenn Johnson just yet. Neil, what would you what would you reckon yeah, on? Okay, get rid of get rid of Glenn Johnson. What okay. the fuck, man? I had a good How's few that, years. He had a how good few that years. It's been a conversation. Come on. <laughs> um I, I think I was but I was going to rule out was Klein. Yeah, uh, I think he had a good two or three years but fell off a cliff then. Uh just got completely class. Can cross for his life. Yeah, Couldn't unfortunately. Cross for his life. Yeah. yeah. So that leaves us then with uh, Irishman Steve Finnan and Trent. So this this seems like a no contest to me, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. I didn't live in the Steve... I didn't
2: live, um, like, again, knowing football in the Steve Finnan era. I heard he was a great right back.
1: Mm. Yeah, he could really, really fucking cross the ball properly. Like, he was... He was not the archetypal attacking right back, but he was definitely a very, very fucking good one. He had a really good cross, like he'd really, really, he was encouraged to bomb forward and really cross, and he was a good defender as well. Did yeah, he play? A...
0: Did
2: he play? Did he play much for Ireland?
1: Yeah, he got like fucking sixty caps or something like that.
2: Yeah, uh, he he, he seems like that kind of, Seamus Common type right back where he was very good at crossing, but he could also kind of slot in. when he Yeah, pretty
1: much actually, yeah. To be honest if I was to draw a good analogy between... He was basically Seamus Coleman back in 2000, yeah. Yeah, 2001, yeah.
0: 2002. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but I don't know. When When you say it's an O-Contest for you, I don't know what... <laughs>
1: yeah, which one is it? John, it's, for Jonathan... me, it
0: it's, it's Trent for me. I think Trent yeah. is like the most... The most talented player we'll will have in a very very long time, and the, the reason I say that is because like that talent wasn't like you didn't know you didn't know the first time you saw him how good he was. But the fact that he was starting as a 16 year old against Man United, there's a reason why that was. Like the players, like his coaches saw the talent there, and it, it's just the, the the power he has in his in his foot, just a swing crosses from any position, the free mm-hmm. kicks, the set pieces. Just the, the 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 wit that he has on the pitch, you know, like the we all know about the quick corner and all the sort of stuff. But he does other cheeky things on the pitch as well that are just like they're they're revolutionary, you know, like they're not expected yeah. from a right back.
2: Yeah, I remember the final goal against Cardiff. That was another great corner.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Exactly. The,
2: the other my my best trend moment from this season was the cross for Firmino's goal against Man City. Was it? The one where the ball bounced.
0: Yes. Which one was that? Yeah, that's yeah, right. There was yeah. Trent. Yeah,
2: that was a fantastic cross.
0: So yeah, we're going. We're going for. Uh, we're going for Trent. Would you? Would you go with yeah. that, Neil?
1: Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, it kind of hurts not to bring Steve Finnan into the conversation, but it's he, he is a world class player. There's no doubt about that. But going up against Trent, I, I think be. it's a it's a it's a hard one to to not put down. Okay, so that moves us then to uh, left-back. And uh, some uh, really, a real class above here, lads, I'll tell you that much. Um, Generation 1, we have uh, Stig Ing Bjornby. Uh, (coughs) Yeah, whatever, that chuckle there explains everything. Uh, An honourable mention goes into this is Dominic Matteo, uh, who was with us for a couple of years then moved on to Leeds. Uh, Generation 2 and 3 was occupied by John Arnarese, uh, who fun fact by the way was my favourite player growing up. I uh, so Ooh. so you you'll be shocked to hear who I'm picking on this set. Um Generation four has the uh the legend that is Jose Enrique. And uh generation five is our current left back, Andy Robertson. So I'm gonna put my card on the table, I am picking John Arna outright. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: my first my first real memory was uh, John Arna Thunder Bastard against
0: Tottenham. He had so, like fifty of them. Like that was yeah. his. That was his default setting: was to just hit things from forty yards and then show off his abs. Oh,
2: that um, that yeah, that fucking goal against United. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. The, um. Robertson's our beautiful little shit house. If he was on any other team, I'd hate. I'd
0: hate the guts of him. <laughs> I know it's because like I'm not used to having shit houses on the team. Like I know we've had like we've had one per team. We've had like the likes of Suarez. And maybe I don't know, skirtle you could throw in that category. But Robert Robertson being our little cunt, it just makes it feel so much better. Like it's just
1: I don't think uh, would Suarez really be a shit house. I mean, it's not shit House to just racially abuse
0: a bunch. Of <laughs> I mean, that is pretty shit house, like. I'm just saying, being a racist I... is pretty bad. Just throwing put, it out there. I'd put Masharano in there. You
2: can do a shit house. Oh yeah, Masharano yes.
0: Masharano will great get pocket. will get in any fucking shit house eleven.
2: Yeah, um, but anyway it's between Honor, O'Reilly and Andrew Robinson um, yeah I Enrique, in, uh, Yeah, Enrique's had a Enrique's had a tough few years and yeah he has he's, he has. he's, he's the most interactive ex-Liverpool player
0: on social media as well so he gets an honourable mention for that as well definitely yeah <laughs> and to his I credit I'm glad, I'm glad he's getting better as well because I, I never had any ill will to Jose he was just oh. he was great for two or three years oh. and then the fitness <laughs> just fell off a cliff like there's just that was it like yeah,
1: yeah, I went with Robertson.
0: Okay, no, it's me. So it I'm going mean. for I, I'm going for Risa, so it's it's up to you, uh, Brian. No pressure, like, oh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: okay. Um, recency by recency bias
2: would normally play a part here, but um, how many good years did Risa have? 12, yeah, that's the thing. He had a lot. I remember <laughs> yeah. uh, Premier League years. Used the fuck out of all of his goals. I swear he was used a lot in Premier League years. Yeah, he was a uh, fantastic um,
0: compilation manager. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. Because of things further up the field as well, I'm gonna go and giving us a bit more like a bit more room to maneuver up up further upfield. We'll go with John Anarisa.
1: Okay. He did because
2: he, he did because Robertson. Robertson another trophy, and I'd give Robertson it, but John Ariza it comes down to you won, won more trophies and he scored a lot more goals
0: yeah I think that's I think that's a good reasoning yeah okay that now leads us to our centre-back partnership so uh, obviously we're picking two defenders here so I have a class of 10 here to choose from okay so from generation 1 we have the uh, the dream team of Mark Wright and Neil Razor Ruddock
1: Razor Ruddock yeah uh, <laughs> Oh, I've seen God.
2: more of him, I've seen more of him naked on TV than I have his matches. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: to be open. fair, that is the that is the case for everybody as well. So in
1: all uh, in all fairness, his him being naked is actually far more offensive than half the fells he used to put in.
2: He did. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he he did
0: he, did, he did teabag James Corden. So like he's a hero in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he, he's getting that mention just for that. To be fair, yeah. uh, <laughs> we also have in this category uh, Phil Bab who uh you know did the honorable thing and uh castrate himself on a goalpost? so who uh, oh. will not go silent on this night for him and um, generation two three then has jamie Carragher, so uh kind of a, a an obvious option there alongside sammy heapia so he's in he uh goes through two generations as well uh generation four then is the dream team ish of martin skirtle and daniel agar uh well I say dream team it's a dream team if you're a tattoo artist and then Generation 5 has uh, just for longevity he makes the cut Dejan Lovren Uh, then the team of Joel Matip and Virgil van Dijk so um, I think it's probably best to start eliminating players now and then seeing what we're left with so I'm I think I'm going to do the right thing here and eliminate Lovren I think we can all agree on that and
2: yeah and replace him with Ragnar Clavan (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lord Clavan you will address him well, by his uh, real title, you little shit. Yeah. It's Lord Claver. Uh, Lord Clavan is the only player of the year, four years in a row. <laughs> uh, great player. What a talent.
2: Uh,
1: oh Neil, who would you like to
0: eliminate from that class?
1: Uh, probably Mateo. Uh, sorry, wrong one. Uh, get rid of Bob, Hippia, and Carragir.
2: <sighs> oh, Hippia. Oh.
1: And also I was, get rid uh, of Mark Wright, as, Mark Wright as well. Yeah. Do you uh, yeah was,
2: get Car- Don't get rid of Karger, no. What? Um, no, no, definitely not. No. Um, get rid of Matip. He's great, but he's not play- He's been injured and he hasn't played a lot.
1: Can't get rid of the, one of the best players on the planet right now because of all the finals he's gotten into, Dijon Lovren.
0: <laughs> no, I think we can. I, I think we can. Yeah, I, I think we can do that, yeah. I feel
1: perfectly comfortable. <laughs> I You not
0: we yeah, can no. narrow it down to
2: three,
0: can we? I think we can. I think we can probably eliminate Willick.
2: Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah, you I think so.
1: Uh, you can't. You can't actually, you know, eliminate a man who once broke both of and- Andy Cole's legs in a reserve match. Um, <laughs> this is then...
2: the, This is this is not the shithouse eleven again. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> oh come on. And then, uh, then years later, joked about it, saying, "I didn't mean to break both of its legs. If I'm honest, I only meant to break one."
0: <laughs> I do love Razor, but this is this is based off quality, and Razor was like oh, it uh, was was oh, not a good quality quality I, love- I mean. Ah
2: it, and, and his name's Neil as well. Here, Jonathan, if if, if, if Neil's not if Neil's not
0: presenting the uh, the Shit eleven episode, then there's something wrong <laughs> That's understandable. We'll just have to find another Shithouse to do the podcast. Uh.
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I could understand. He he was not the best um he's not the best player.
0: No. So Although I he I... did
1: break he, I did he did break Peter Beardley's Peter Beardsley's jaw in a testimonial.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, that that has seen, that has aged well. In fairness, considering what's happened to Beardsley, so yeah, as well as he's a he's a yeah, man of the people, he's up it's there with Beardsley Neville Southall.
1: Beardsley really sued him over that. Yeah, and but he could did not
0: understand what he was saying, so it didn't yeah. it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's
0: a little hard to talk when you got your jaw wired, sure <laughs>
1: That's true.
2: I, don't, I I don't think that's what Jonathan was referring to. Is Jonathan <laughs> referring to his accent.
0: <laughs> One one often leads into the other. In fairness, yeah, one often yeah. All
2: right, let's go. Right. Eliminate.
0: So we're gonna cut off Razor. Uh, so that leads us down, man. I think. Um, it kind Skirtle. of hurts me to say this because I really did like these two, but I'm gonna to have to cut off Skirtle and nagger
2: Yeah. Uh, Dan. Uh, Daniel's the his tattoos. He's all right.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I love both players. I mean, Skirtle. I, I think Neil wants to cut off Skirtle because how many goals did he score against you guys? Six goals. Oh. About yeah, that he, yeah. He used to love that, but
1: then we kind of got him back after Giroud stood, literally stood right on his head.
2: That's true. He yeah, did but, do yeah,
1: that. But then, but, but then he did score that game. He yeah. did actually score in that game. Yeah, the
2: damage was <laughs> done. That, that that was that era where you guys kept nearly winning at Anfield, and we always got a draw in the end. Yeah, Joe Allen. Oh,
0: we Joe. We Joe. Where is, Joe he? where is he? Where is he? He's not in here.
2: Disgusting behavior.
0: <laughs> We—he's not—he's not in the midfield position. He's in the farmers um, formation, so that's—he's not in the—he's not oh. currently in the cup. But again, there's always space for honorable mentions. Um, yeah, to, to, to use the to use wrestling terms, the fact he got so over. <laughs> is beyond true. me, beyond but he, me. But he's a beautiful player. Like you've ever heard of Brendan Rogers? Brendan Rogers is literally in love with Joe Allen. Like he wants we, to fucking. We Joe. We Joe. The Welsh Javi, I think you'll find. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, so, um, so yes, we're going to cut off uh, Skirt and Agar. So we're left then with a the four of Carragher, Hippia, and Mativ and Van Dyke.
2: Can we just pull Van Dyke in right now and argue between the other three? Um, yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's a fair shout. Yeah, we'll do that. So Van Dyke is in. So that leaves us then with the other three. So um, I was shockingly, this is why I kind of was out, outraged with Neil, but I was going to uh, suggest Sammy Hippia. Over yeah.
2: Carragher, yeah. Uh, like
0: there was just like he was huge. Like there was he was a immobile mobile beast, but he was a brilliant mm. defender. Like he just mm. there was no getting past him at times. There really wasn't. The eight on goals
2: brings <laughs> the Carragher down the points a little bit. Um, mm. I thought Sammy Hippy, and he scored important goals. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have got through against Arsenal in the Champions League. We wouldn't have got through against Juventus
0: in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. That's very true, actually. Yeah, very very true. People forget, uh, that
2: Arsenal, like, people forget that Arsenal goal. Because of the second leg. But well, that goal would have... That, if that, we hadn't got that away, we'd have been
0: screwed. Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably why Neil is, uh, wanted to eliminate him, to be honest. <laughs> Just brought back it horrible also, memories.
2: Um, it would
1: be good to have two backs who can put a goal.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Neil was happy to run, uh,
0: himself after uh, Tia Walcott's run when fucking... <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, are we are we all agreeing on Sammy Hippia then? We are. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Okay, so Sammy Hippia, Hippia it is like. Carragher was we'll just have, was a very close. Very yeah, close. Yeah, he day. is. Even for the just for the longevity at, at least, like he was there for so Although long. Like,
1: enough, you can expect to be on the end of a very sternly worded email from somebody who is not Gene Neville. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh him and Gary him and Gary Neville on YouTube brilliant. I'm we've sure. uh, they, we've spoken at length about how they basically do want to f- need to fuck each other, but they just can't won't let each other do it because of their. Forbidden oh, but wolf. they
2: made they made they've made me like Gary Neville. Like genuinely I don't mind punting Gary Neville. I...
1: No punting Gary Neville is quite good, particularly when him and uh, Carragher have to kind of mock argue with each other because it's very obvious that the two of them are blatantly in love with each other.
2: His, his it's 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 really no, beautiful. No one wants to no one wants to grow up to be a Gary Neville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. i'm dying i'm dying inside
1: i think the the was the, the fucking sky sports who did that it got the two of them to comment do commentary on uh was it a football manager match where it was just a team of 11 yeah, yeah. Neville yes versus that's right a team yeah. of eleven jimmy characters and i was just like if that football manager was coded any which way shape or form Re- regards to reality, those 22 players would have just had a mass orgy in the middle of the fucking <laughs> game. Gaddy, with, the subs bench, with the subs bench hosing them down with fucking industrial <laughs> quantities of lubricant.
0: Oh. Gary, all be in your yeah. sweet arms, Gary, 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 Gary. It's like having a choice between two blokes and Nick and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and they're running off with Gary Neville of all play- for all people. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, our back four, our um, defensive line if you like. Goalkeeper so far is Pepe Reina. And our defensive line is Virgil van Dijk, Sammy Hyypiä in the centre, John Anarisa on the left, and Trent Alexander-Arnold on the right. So, so far, so good, lads. That leads us then to our midfield three. So what I've done here, I've separated them into, like, defensive and attacking midfielders and a few, like central players as well just to kind of like branch out the, the teams a bit we can but we can put any tree we and we want whichever we think is the is the best uh lineup so uh,
2: all those all, all those wingers have played in the center attacking midfield role i'm pretty positive
0: oh definitely yeah like they were very interchangeable back then because everyone was running yeah. at the midfield four so you always used to jog jog back around so that's kind of why i put like john barnes was was a great case that because he was a central midfielder but he always played out wide so I'm kind of putting mm. him in the in the left midfield winger category. So, uh, with that in mind, then, so we'll start off with our defensive players uh, from Generation One, but doesn't make the cut is uh, Paulins because he's a traitor. Um, generation Two <laughs> uh, gives us uh, RTE pundit and all-round uh, silly German Dietmar Hamann. Uh, generation Three then is when it gets fun. Uh, the lineup, the t- the duo of Javi uh, Alonso and Javier Mascherano. Um... In all
1: fairness, both of them are in it for me. I have Alonso in with Mascherano on the bench. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no, possible. Be, definitely possible.
2: To be honest, I want Haman in just purely for the story of him and Jamie Carragher in Japan. <laughs> Genu- <laughs> genuinely. Genuinely. That is the funniest funniest story. Wait a minute, ever. hang on. Well,
1: he can't have Haman in for the funny story and I don't get Razor Ruddock in for breaking both of Andy Cole's legs, right? You fuck if,
2: off. But have you have you, have, you, have you have you heard this story?
1: I have, it's yeah. It deserves to
2: win. Yeah, it deserves yeah.
1: to break, it deserves. yeah. Breaking, breaking both of Andy Cole's legs definitely deserves. Like, in a Same fucking me, reserve he, match, in a reserve match of all things, you didn't even need to tackle him.
2: Dietmar Hamann <laughs> in a Japanese prison. Let me repeat, Dietmar Hamann. <laughs> Trying to hail a taxi, standing on top of a taxi. Tell me that doesn't genuinely, please. Tell me that doesn't have to go in.
0: Again, lads, I just yeah. want to remind you that we do have space on the subs bench. Like we do, we can put the banterous, <laughs> banterous players there. I'm just saying like, we do have other spaces available. It's a squad the of banter it, it, bench. The banter bench, exactly. We can put all of our fun players in there. Um, <laughs> so, in terms of the defensive midfielders, Generation Four gives us the legend that is Lucas Leiva. Um, so I think we all know what we're going to say if he doesn't get in. I'm lucky, uh, I'm lucky. Uh, Generation five gives us uh, Emre Chan, who uh, is now at Dortmund because he wanted more money, and uh, of course our current defensive midfielder Fabinho, who uh, will be in this cut. So the class, what I've I've I split them into the five, which is Haman, Alonso, Mascherano, Leyva and Fabinho. So there's mm-hmm. that. Uh, our central midfielders. Uh, from Generation 1 is uh, all-round preened uh, pundit Jamie Redknapp who uh, I believe said one time like a corner is this is a corner and this is a ball you know just fantastic top class punditry uh, <laughs> great golfer to be great part. golfer as well yeah and does fantastic ads as well you know really yeah. it really is his father's son uh, Generation 2 3 and 4 gives us Stephen Gerrard shockingly uh, not sure how that worked out uh, but we also have Danny Murphy in Generation Two, and uh, Jordan Henderson then pops up then in uh, Generation Four and Five, alongside uh, James Miller and Georgina Weinealdum, who also throws into this uh, conversation. Ox Oxley Chamberlain would make the cut, but he just hasn't been at the club long enough. But uh, same with the likes of Keita. Um I, I I I will admit
2: I've watched him dan that dance with Perry Edwards at least four hundred million times since he came out.
0: I think it's like I I, I I reckon it's somebody's alarm clock at this stage, and people like try and do that shuffle and then break their ankle on a fucking staircase every single morning. Oh, I I've tried. I
2: don't have a marble staircase, so I definitely I, I I've I've no genetics either, so I can't do it. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like cool. it's it's pretty bad to do that shuffle when you have no kneecaps, and it's hard enough for us to try it ourselves. So you know, yeah. best not to bother. But it is, a, <laughs> it is it is a, it is a it is a wonderful little clip. You should check it out. Uh, then we have our attacking midfielders only a class of four i'm afraid because we've been a boring team for a long long time uh, generation one uh, gave us patrick Berger, and um, well known for thunder Kunz himself he was also in generation two but gen two also gave us vladimir spitzer who was also there uh generation four and five gave us philip coutinho and and then adam lallana so that's our class of four so we have a lot of midfielders to work off uh, again, maybe we might try and pick some of them off first and uh then we'll yeah. see what we're left with.
2: Lalana. Bye bye. Um <laughs> I okay. think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think that's fair. He gave us every midfielder here gave us some good moments. I mean you mentioned Emre Chan, mm. that bicycle kick and he scored he scored the best goal of his career two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um, yes, that's right, yeah. What a what a goal that was. But yeah. They've all given us moments, but they're not gonna to get into an all time 11.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um I I probably say the same thing about Smeetzer for his goal in the Champions League final, so I was gonna I was gonna take him out as well. Yep.
1: Yeah, Danny, Danny Murphy as well.
0: Yeah, Danny Murphy. Miserable bastard. Is Pink. is he the is he the worst pundit, lads, Danny Murphy?
1: No, Jermaine Genius is.
0: I don't, I, I, I'm trying to do an impression, isn't, isn't, doesn't
2: he start every sentence in match a day where I don't know Gary or something, I, I, I'm i convinced he disagrees with Gary Lineker every time he says something. Um, well it
1: depends, but... like if Gary Lineker's piling into Arsenal he'll fucking agree with it, um, but he's, a, he's just a cunt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks if you're listening yeah. Danny. Uh...
1: He is, he's just an arsehole Uh, no, he's just no idea what he's doing. I think when he says, I don't know, and then he realizes that he's being paid to know, and then he kind of his mind brain just snaps back in. And he's like, Oh, uh, you know,
2: uh. uh, but if there's a loose ball at Old Trafford, he's your man. That's
0: fair, <laughs> he, he, was, fair he was very good at that, in fairness. It was his one and only skill. Um, as Probably much as it pains the... me to say this, yeah, it, it, as much as it pains me to say this. Um, I'd have to exclude Patrick Berger as well because I do love I loved all of his long shots, but it was the only thing he was good at, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> he was That's good. He That's was a limited player. Logan. Yeah, he is, he is. So I will take him out for the moment. Um uh, I'm gonna have my painful one now, um Dirk Cout. Um, I have Dirk Cout in as the right wingers, oh, so we'll, sorry, we'll, we'll 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 get to my him, apologies. yeah. We'll get to him. My apologies. No I'm worries, no worries.
1: I'd get rid of uh, Lavia as well, Lucas Lavia.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd have to yeah. do that. I love Lucas myself because he was such a deliberately shit player. But I, I oh, think you have to. Jurgen Klopp, that that clip, I watched that, <laughs> I watched that all day. <laughs> the shot that against Everton. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that like he did score a goal for us like years and years ago, sh- like. But didn't he score? Didn't he score when we got knocked out of the FA Cup? Was that it? Did he score that against? Was, the get- Barnes- yeah, um, Barnsley. That's right. Yeah, he did. That was one of two goals he scored. There was a there was a league goal back in like, oh, like 10 or 12, 10 or 11. And that oh, was the Newcastle. only goal he scored. New- Newcastle. That's right. Yeah. yeah and no, uh, yeah. and that was the only one. But the gassing was like, it, it was because he was always that defensive shield for us. And then he went to Lazio and scored two in his first two games. Like, just, <laughs> you can't yeah, really, P- you, you P- can't P- write this. Yeah, his
2: stint at centre-back was great as well, but people don't give him the credit. Either. People have him in the same bracket as, like, oh, he was crap, but he had his moments. He was a good centre-defensive midfielder.
0: Yeah, he was. He he was. Like, there's no denying that.
2: Yeah, we'll get rid of... d De- De- mark De- man can surf on a taxi
0: out of this fucking conversation. <laughs> I, I think uh, he's acquiesced, Neil, so I think that was going to be your call as well, wasn't it? So Yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah, fair. So, the, the, the field is narrowing a good bit now, Um. This is gonna hurt, but I'm going to exclude Fabinho.
2: Yep, um, he's been good, but not for long enough. Yep. Maybe in five years we'll do this again and he'll get in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, I think it's an. Oh,
0: it's so difficult. Um, when Alden can go. Tough call. Um, tough ah. call, but I'd be I'd be willing to say so. Yeah, like he will. He's a brilliant player and he's been a great player for us in particular. But in a midfield tree, he's not going to make the cut. Yeah. I'll leave you
2: guys to do a few, but I personally keep Milner I keep keep in there for as long as possible because he's been here <laughs> long enough.
0: I give it a red nap. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, so now we're leave- we're left in with a class of uh, six, which is interesting. Yeah. So we we have Xabi Alonso. Javier Mascherano, Stephen Gerrard, Jordan Henderson, James Milner, and Philippe Coutinho. So I think the best thing to do is perhaps we all make a case of our midfield tree and just see which ones are the most compelling. So uh, mm. Neil, do you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, sure. My midfield, uh, my DM is Javi. Uh, central mid is Stephen Gerrard, um, mm-hmm. with the attacking mid being Coutinho.
0: Okay. Um, that is remarkably the exact same one I had. <laughs> <laughs> this is a far We're more ma- easier conversation. I've, 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 I've I masherano. thought
1: it would be. I know. i have Mascherano on the bench.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so that, I was going to go for the exact same mix. Uh, All right, that's
2: that's Reane, a I, two on. Um. Nah.
0: But, but what, what was your? What would be your thoughts, uh, Rean, just for Pig
2: Iron? The one I, the one I, the one I liked put down is was, was Jabby, James, Milner, and. Uh, Steven Gerrard in the ten because I my my best my only Liverpool match he played in the ten even though I went mm-hmm. home crying that day he played a great game in the ten against Everton um scored a great goal um but he's not a ten I yeah. know but he played him him and Torres were fantastic but oh he's not a ten is he oh no he, um, no traditionally he's like a number he's a central yeah. field. like he's a number that, eight I guess. I but that year he played his centre forward role almost. I think um, Benitez had him right up against Torres, and it was some of the best interplay. I remember they scored a goal against Redden that was fucking fantastic. But we'll go. You're midfield. um your midfield three,
0: or is Jamie Redknapp a we'll call it a midfield four because he can't count? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair shout. I think I, I think that's a that's a solid midfield. So just to confirm, the midfield is Xabi Alonso, uh, mm. Steven Gerrard, and Philip Coutinho. So. That's a that's a fucking tasty team so far, lads. I must say. Absolutely.
1: I mean, Coutinho. I mean, in all fairness, you can't really pick anybody but Gerard. Mm-hmm. Um, and but Coutinho, I, I, you've not gotten a better attacking midfielder since him. Yeah, I really no, don't. Think, I really don't think so.
2: Yeah. No. Sha- Sha- Shakiri, if he was fit, he could get very close. I, 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 I'm convinced Shakiri is fantastic when he's fully fit.
1: But when does that ever occur?
2: Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I awesome. no, I, under, I understand that. that was kind of the sting of the
1: tail, but like, I mean, he, fucking, uh, like Arsenal, I could build, I could build a starting eleven out of players I could say that about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? um, he'd be fucking brilliant if he could stop his hamstrings from snapping like fucking banjo strings.
2: Or if he, um, or if, or if he hated, or if he didn't hate Arsenal. Yeah,
1: <laughs> or if he didn't fucking hate Arsenal, but uh, yeah, that's just it. Like, uh, you yeah. can't.
2: I think Xabi Alonso. I don't think Xabi Alonso misplaced a pass in his Liverpool career. I
1: don't but, think it's possible for him to misplace a pass.
0: Yeah, no. he was just he was peerless. Like even even at the time at Liverpool, like we were like we remember the free goals he had against the likes of Luton, maybe and the, and the, and Newcastle. We just do you know what, it, I think it's time for me to hit it from fifty yards, and just like you were saying about Philip Coutinho being like the best like attacking midfielder we've ever had, and we've never truly replaced him. I suppose one would argue we don't need to. But no, you, I would never... say that,
1: that the whole reason you don't need to, that's, the reason why he's not been replaced is because the team had to be rejigged mm-hmm. so that his position didn't technically exist.
0: Yes, and for it's, which has been the case everywhere else, really.
1: Yeah, Firmino does the, the kind of hybrid sub-striker attack in midfielder role very, very fucking
0: well. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, but what's your point about Jabby Alonso? Like, we have never had a player that naturally talented in the midfield ever since. Like, we've always, had, we've always had functional players, the likes of your Hendersons and Milners, but we've never had someone who just exudes class. I think the only
2: person I've seen get close to his passing, and we put Jarrett up there as well, obviously, but Trent is getting close to his passing when he's on. But I don't think Xabi Alonso was ever off like Trent can be in, like, the odd yeah. game. I don't think... Xabi Alonso never had an odd game off. I don't remember it in my life. And I, I obviously, you guys probably live through more the Javi Alonso or United. I don't think he had an off game
0: no you'd be, you'd be right in that assessment like he was always perpetually good like he, there has never been a time he hasn't been and the worst thing we've ever done like okay gr- granted telling the likes of maybe like selling our star players has been something Liverpool's done forever like it's it's something that we've like we've had to do to survive the likes of your Owens your Torreses, but the one that really hurt us was Alonso like we never recovered from that and it took us maybe I suppose until until Coutinho arrived to actually get a midfield that looked so dangerous, you know, because Alonso Alonso was that different type of player where um, he could sit in the number six but still lob at thirty yards and make a goal out of it. You know, it was it was ludicrous how he played, but he was so good. There was no denying it.
2: Yeah, right. So. No, that's 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 a midfield and a half. Now Indeed. this is where the. I, I think we're going to have a big argument with these three. Indeed we, yeah. Indeed we are. Indeed we are.
0: Because <laughs> what we've done in now, Because like, like w- w- white players and wingers have been transitioning over the years. So I basically combined players that played right midfield, left midfield with wingers of today. So this is where the conversation gets interesting. So we're going to start off on the right this time. Uh, <clears throat> starting off, we have our right midfield uh, trigger, also known as Jason McAteer. Someone who, uh, you know, he was always very good with his diet. He didn't. Uh, he only ate six slices of pizza, not eight. Um, <laughs> but then we had nobody on the right midfield for a while because it was mostly Gerard until we got the uh, Dutch starlet himself, Dirk Kite, as our official right winger. <laughs> uh, but, then, but then we had the likes of Raheem Sterling, who uh, uh, now plays on the left, but he, he was a right winger for us at the time. And uh, someone called Mohamed Salah, who uh, recently has broken into the team and has done fairly well so far. Um, we'll see how it goes. So that's our right wing choices. Left wing choices then. This is a very interesting class. Um, first off, we have John Barnes uh, and Steve McManaman from Generation 1. Uh, then further on, then we have uh, Australian superstar Harry Kewell when he was actually fit. Uh, and now currently Sadio Mane. So we have Sadio, a team...
2: Sadio Mane is the best player in the world.
0: If your, yeah. had a dick, be, if your auntie had a dick, she'd be your uncle, but she's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> uh, now this is the this is the fun one. This is this is where the arguments are going to start off because we only have space for one striker here. So, from generation one, we have Ian Rush and Robbie Fowler, also known as God to his friends. Uh, from generation two, we've got Michael Owen and Emil Heskey. Super Heskey. Super Hesky. Uh from generation three so yeah sorry Reed that that's where conditioned to do that. I'm sorry. It's a Oh it's, no, it's, it's it's my generation. I fully it, it, didn't expect you to. It's brainwashing, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like every time every time I say that word, we have to say that afterwards. So
2: Yeah. Little, sorry, I was I was actually looking Leo Vraker's fucking
0: doing some fucking announcement right now. So. Oh fair enough. My apologies. We, yeah, we've, 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 we're
1: all gonna die.
0: <laughs> so so while we're being told everything's locked down, we decided yes, this is the right time to do a podcast. <laughs> the last podcast we'll ever do, lads. Yeah, um, we're all homophobes. We're all going to die. <laughs> so Generation Three uh, gives us Fernando Torres and the far more talented player Peter Crouch. Uh, generation Four talented. then far more talent great great touch for a big player. um Gen 4 that gives us uh, the madman known as Luis Suarez and our mm. current uh, crop gives us Roberto Firmino so mm. I suppose we better switch back to the right wing and decide who we want to put there I
2: first want to as I was saying, guilty pleasure Dirk was amazing um, but we're going to have to eliminate him yeah. and um, I want him eliminated by way of Peter Crouch um, destroying
0: him with a go-kart <laughs> It, was, it, it is the only way he can die. In fairness, it's the only way to defeat him. Yeah, Jabilanz, <cken> Yeah, Mark
1: just take him out, fucking
0: uh, Mario Kart style. Yeah, because Javi Alonso's in the team; he lived. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose it's only fair to exclude Trigger then as well. Yeah. So, so I watched were, him. Yeah, I watched him play
2: the Legends game a few weeks. The Liverpool versus Ireland Legends game. Fucking hell, he was blown out of his eyes halfway through that <laughs> match. Poor bastard. To be band. fair, I, I, think,
0: my... I think Razor was the set. I think I think Razor was fitter, which says a lot about Trigger, you know. The years have not been kind to him. Oh Jesus, he was, wasn't he? So now it's down to. Sorry, am uh, I no, no, you're still there. You're still there. Uh, I'm yeah, uh, that leaves us then with Salah and Sterling. Okay, um, Salah, <laughs> Salah, yeah, I I didn't think it was a contest to be honest. So, yes, Salah gets in the team, Um yeah, that's it. Yeah, Sterling,
2: you were he was good, but he just he, he, sometimes your your heart your our, our heart can take over sometimes when we're deciding these teams. Mm. And I think me and Jonathan's hearts are taking over a little bit here and our heads as well because Salah is a fantastic player and Sterling is so hot and cold, but... yeah. Yeah, he was I'm hot still, and cold I'm for us. I'm starting
0: on
1: my bench. I'm no, starting no. as a bench player.
0: No, I'm just out on my bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe that's where the argument's going to come from. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, this to see. bench
1: is going to blow up, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the opposite flank. Then so uh, this is the tough one. I think we'll have to exclude Kiel because he was a good player, but he was just never fit. It was never. He- yeah, I think we will have to do that. So yeah, we'll exclude Kiel. So then we're left yeah, with Burns, goal. Burns McManaman, or Mane. oh uh, yeah, but Kiel was like
2: Robertson in that he his substitution led to us winning a very important Champions League game. This is very true. Fun. So yeah. we'll give him an honourable mention to Harry Kiel.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil, have you any uh, consideration? What would you? Who would you exclude from this class?
1: Uh, Burns.
0: Yeah, pains me to say it, but yeah, definitely Barnes. Uh So this is the interesting one then. I mean, Manny seems like the obvious choice to me, but but I I don't think we can deny how naturally talented McManaman was. Like he was so ahead of the curve when it came to wingers that he was like practically invented the the fucking position at the time. Yeah. Um, again, it's my
2: eighteen-year-old head. That says man that leans towards Manny. I mm. watched a lot of Steve McManaman. That goal against Arsenal was another fantastic Liverpool goal. Yeah. Um, but I, I, as I'll quote that beautiful Liverpool fan on Redman TV: Stadio Manny is the best player in the world." And yeah,
0: play. I I'd be inclined to agree. I think I think Manny has to get in above McManaman. As 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 aggrieved I am to say that, I think it has to be the case. Yeah, yeah. I'll
1: go. I'll go down with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Mane is in the team, so we've we're now up to four players from this current set. But uh, so we, it's either Firmino or Bust, it seems. So out of the t- out of the players I mentioned there, so we've got Rush, Fowler, Owen Heskey, Torres, Crouch, Suarez, Firmino. Who doesn't make the cut? Peter, unfortunately, Peter crashes on goal card two minutes later. <laughs> it yeah, it, it kind of pains me, but I have to agree with you. But Crouch, Crouchy also, was a great player.
1: We have uh, didn't we have Alexander Arnold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would make it five from this team, wouldn't it?
0: No, no, no. we don't have. We don't have Alison. Oh. Yeah, we, we went, have we have went for Reina for keeper. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The sorry, thing is, sorry. Peter Crouch. I never knew why he crashed a go kart, but now I realise how the fuck did he fit into a go kart?
1: <laughs> it's custom. It's like he was. It's like so, he was piloting it from space. <laughs> enough
0: enough <laughs> with the go karts. Crouchy, are gone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think I'm going to... Just because, like, at this stage... At the, when the Premier League started, he was, like, 37. So, I'll have to exclude in Rush.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he was, like... He
0: was one of our best strikers. And there's no denying that. Like, just prolific. Like, he was Shearer before Shearer. There's no denying that. Yeah. And um, he still represents the club very fucking well. Too. Absolutely. One of the best ambassadors we have.
2: Yeah. Um, Robbie,
0: Eagle, I'll keep Robbie...
2: Uh, uh yeah. Hesky. Super, Super Hesky. Hesky. Jesus Hes- Christ, Ryan, stop doing that. <laughs> Hesky's got to go. Super, Super Hesky. Hesky Um e- e- Emil
0: has to go. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Seriously, man. I was on it I was on a designated <laughs> from the call.
2: Yeah, Emil.
0: yeah. Emil gets you to go.
1: Cut him. Cut him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. I'll have to admit my the striker I went with was El Nino. Yeah
0: yeah i actually i've
1: literally never seen a more lethal striker in a red top since thierry henry (laughs)
0: Hmm, Um, he never never won a trophy never
1: even did a war
0: never even did a war lads fucking disgusting
1: Uh, but no, but like i yeah but the fact that he didn't win a trophy wasn't really his fault i mean he literally did fucking everything he could (laughs) Um, yeah he was um, just so fucking good, but he was so fucking good. It's just that he played for a fairly back end weak Liverpool team. Yeah, um, if he, I guarantee, he's probably looking at the current Liverpool defensive setup and going, "Motherfucker, I would be cleaning up with this mother. I would be cleaning up with this setup, yeah. or even half the setup. Didn't even yeah. need to go. I didn't even need Allison. He's like, if you would just give me that Dutch fucker in the middle, I'd have been brilliant."
2: Mm. I think the goal that described—I don't know. I, this is just a, another one of me being like weird with my like thought process. But I remember, I—I I, hear the commentators go on about, oh, there wasn't wasn't enough power on the cross or anything these days. And I remember we lost a match, but it was United at Old Trafford, and he scored that header. There was literally no power on that cross whatsoever, and he managed to beat one of the best keepers in the world. Yeah, he, he just had
1: goal. to just—he just had to generate all of it with his neck, and I was like. I'm amazed his fucking head didn't come off.
2: Yeah, because it was like, like people, strikers get let off these days because they can't get any power into their headers. There has to be some whip on the cross, which in this generation there is, but Jesus Christ, the man can do anything. And that got against Blackburn. (laughs) Jamie Carragher with the only assist
0: of his career. (laughs) Yeah. um, Torres is an option. But the one I was going to go for was Luis Suarez. Oh, no, no. Suarez no. was chaos. Like, I've never seen a player so mental on a football pitch. Like, he... like and off it, of it. And off it's of it, yes. Just getting him onto the pitch Oh yeah, the fucking no. thing. I'm like, I, I accept that. I absolutely accept that. But the man was a... He's a force of nature. There is no, There has not been a player like Suarez in the Premier League since. Like, he's... Same but way, a lot like, of that is a good thing. It, it is a good thing. No, I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. He had a lot of fucking baggage. In a vacuum, though, like, look at the goals he scored against Norwich. Look at their overall play. The, the, the goal against Newcastle, where he basically hits, he gets two players in the blind spot, then put takes it on the, out, the, on the inside of his foot to take it away from the keeper and then just tap it in. The fact he was able to snake behind two centre-backs and a goalkeeper at the same time you, you can't teach that, like that's yeah, that's just Tor- a natural instinct. Like
1: I'm not saying he's not a good player, but like Torres, like uh, Torres scored like back to back, at tricks. Yeah, that that is true. He has he has done
0: one, that one against one
1: against Middlesbrough. The other against West Ham it was, um. So I'm mean, gonna fucking can't teach that. No <laughs> Six goals true. in two fucking games. Give me that fuck. You know? Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, Again, I I have no problem with that. Um, I, I, I suppose. I Yeah, sorry, Ringo. And
1: I nominated him despite the fact it was his goal to put us out of the fucking um, quarterfinals
0: in the Champions
2: League. Yeah, we've established that it's Torres versus Suarez and they're both in the same boat. They didn't win a trophy except for Suarez won the Carlin Cup. But I think Torres gave us. Fucking, this is actually the more I talk about it, the more they had done the fucking same thing. Hmm. I have no idea. it's between Torres and Suarez for me as well, and I think on the deciding vote again, I'm gonna, because yeah, I I I I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay
0: my colours to Suarez. Just like take if I if I take all the like a lot of negativity, but if I take it all of it, if I peel all of it back and just focus on the football, he's unmarkable. He's unbeatable with the ball. Like he was just that year or two, those two or three years he was at Liverpool, there was just no stopping him. It was just the only person that could stop Luis Suarez was Luis Suarez. That's that's how bad it got.
1: But isn't the thing about uh, Luis Suarez the reason why he played so well mm. was because he just wanted out of Liverpool? Yeah,
0: there there is that element to it. Absolutely, that, that was it. Like it, yeah, yeah. But it came,
1: yeah, Like it came into the point where we were in from heavily, yes. and the club were like, <laughs> "Look, you're not going to a direct rival, and nobody in Spain wants you." You were in there with the funniest
0: transfer bid in human
1: history. In human history. So, like, and he wanted to leave. He wanted to go. Yeah. But they were like, no, Barcelona isn't. We're not going to sell you to another Premier League club. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Barcelona or Real aren't in for you. So, tough shit. And then that's why he had that kind of turbocharged season. Because he was like, I'm going to play so fucking well that they'll have no chance. They'll have no option but to sell me off. Mm,
2: yeah. Whereas um, with
1: Torres, Torres didn't even want to leave.
2: Yeah. Seeing Torres cry at Anfield was hilarious. Um I'm just going to put that in there. <laughs> That's true. Um, that is true, yeah. The thing is, Torres was my first season where I knew about, I knew the intricacies of football and he just had, so he was on fire.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. No, it was 08-09 oh, season. Unbeatable. unbeatable. Wasn't that the unbeatable. season he was slagging off the... Uh, He slagged off the Man U fans with the five to three slagging, because Liverpool had five European titles at that time and Man U only had three, so you you would think he was like running down the old the line at Old Trafford of all places with like five three in his hands, going ha 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 ha, you cunts. Um, yeah, that that
0: that that did
2: happen. That did happen. Yeah, I think the baggage the baggage kind of has to make like. Has to tell the difference, and as I was saying, it was my first season where like I was in football, and Torres made all the village stands cry like five times over with that performance against the night. <laughs> so I have to go with, I have to go with, have to go with Torres.
0: Okay, so Torres makes the cut I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm hap, I'm absolutely happy to have that lineup because Jesus, look at that that team is something fucking else. Um, oh,
2: that's a hell I of a team. I, I can I, I can imagine there being so many arguments in that front three though because
0: crossover will cross over other so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be just Salah and Mane just saying, pass me the ball. No. Pass me the ball. No.
1: Ball? And then it'll be everybody turning around going, you've got Torres in the middle. Give the ball to fucking him. You <laughs> fucking idiots.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if it's, not, if it's not that that then, you've got Coutinho playmaking, Alonso playmaking, and Jared going, ah, here, fuck this. I'll just hit it from 30 yards. Or you've got Trent and Risa also saying that. And the two lads in the centre-backs going, that's great, isn't it? Football's football's class. Like, um, yeah. yeah, you've got
1: Van Dyke and um, Pepe Reina at the back going. Do you fancy another cup of tea? Yeah. <laughs> did you, do you watch? You watch anything so? do, you think, do you think
0: it's bad us so leaving the pitch to put the kettle on? <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything go on Netflix? Yeah, I checked out that uh, Russian doll show. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was, was not sure about the characters, like uh, ah, yeah. is.
1: When's the second season of that Ozark thing starting again? That was deadly.
0: Hang on, I'll, I'll look up on the phone there. I left the phone on the touchline and I have a gander.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Sammy's... one of the ball boys handing me. I,
0: I can imagine Sammy's mad into, Sammy Hippie is going to be mad into his uh, crime podcast, so he'll be listening to that on the fucking sideline while everyone else oh, is yeah. playing like mad. So, Anyway, so that's the, that is the ultimate 11. The 11 is Raina, uh back four of Van Dyke, Hippie, Risa and Trent. Midfield three, Jesus of Javi Alonso, Steven Gerrard, and Philip Coutinho, and a front three of Salah, Mane, and Torres. Fucking beautiful. So, a little bit of he- ground housekeeping to keep up. Then uh, we have to pick a head coach, lads. Um, might seem like a no contest, but we'll make pig iron of it anyway. Uh, over the generations, we've had a few managers uh, with like kind of long stints and very very short stints, as we'll discuss. Um, our Premier League uh, campaign started with Graeme Souness, who was then replaced by uh, all-round nice man Roy Evans. Um, then we, Generation 2 was all Gerard Houllier. Um, very successful generation, it seems. And generation 3 then was Rafa Benitez, also fairly successful. Then Generation 4 happened. We had Roy Hodgson, Kenny Dalgleish, and Brendan Rodgers. Um, full David Brent, Brendan Rogers, no less. Uh and then our current manager Jurgen Klopp uh making up the class. So again, I, I don't see this as much of a contest, but I'm happy to hear what you guys think. Rafa. Rafa, interesting. Yeah. Uh
2: Jurgen gave me the fucking best night of my life. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with
0: Jurgen. Hmm, decide and vote. I'll have to go for Jurgen. Um Rafa's Rafa is tactically one of the best managers in the world, if not the best. Like the man can turn, he can turn like fucking shite into diamonds. That is, his, that is what he does. Like, look but at that's the, the like point. The, like, 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 the, like, yeah, that, chicken, that, chicken, that's re- the that's salad. the
1: reason why I did it. His Liverpool team was considerably worse than the one Klopp has. Now, granted, Klopp has built that. He built
2: that. He, he sorry, yeah, that, that no no he had he had Ben Teke and fucking God knows how much crap to. The first season, you knew he what he was doing. He told you he was getting rid of all dead wood, and he did it. He didn't just say it like some managers do and don't do it. He went out and shoveled them all out and created a team from the ground up.
1: Yeah, but Rafa would have actually won something with that team. Mm. He'd have done. Like, there's like, yeah, Rafa will actually give you like diamonds from coal, whereas you know Jurgen has to go and buy the diamond.
0: And, mm. you know, that's it. It's the generation we were in. <sighs> Perhaps. You a- see, I was around for both of them. And, like, like Rafa was, was a again, an incredible manager. Like, he was able to get the best of the players. And he also had an incredible eye for talent. Like, the players that we're purring over now are players that he bought. Reyna, Alonso, Mascherano, Torres. And even the, the secondary players he bought. Like, we haven't even mentioned Erbaloa. Who was there for two years? Uh, Fabio Aurelio, who was a such a, a a shame he never worked out. But the potential was there. Like he was the the replacement for Risa. It just never panned out. And um, Dirk Kite. who could how could we forget? Who just like he came in for pittance. He was like a million pound signing from Nord, but he worked so hard. And that's what Rafa identified. He wanted hard workers and people who were tactically intelligent. But that being said, when you do look at the fact that Klopp has practically invented a style of football in his own image, that's not for nothing. Like, peop- like, the, like the entire all the entire German league plays what what Klopp plays now. Like they all play high pressure, high fitness, high attacking. It's it is down now their nature. When you when it wasn't back in the day, like Klopp has has basically molded football in the same way that Guardiola has in Spain. Like, as much as you can say for Rafa, Rafa never had that huge influence like Klopp has. So, in my opinion, that's why he gets the vote over Benitez. Because can you, can you imagine, like, if Klopp is going full heavy metal football here with this team, can you imagine how terrifying that is for a team? Whereas Rafa would be more pragmatic and he'd, like, he'd win, he'd win like, trophies, absolutely. But just imagine pure exhibition football with this team and Jurgen Klopp. That's, that's, that's what wins it for me.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, I, 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 honestly, I, I go with Jürgen. Because I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's obviously, I, I was only there, there, like, mentally. I was, like, six for, like, between four and six for, like, half a Rafa's reign. So, mm. um, I'll go with, yeah, I'm going to go
0: with Jürgen. Okay. Uh, it looks like Klopp is the winner there. Uh, uh, boom. Indeed, it's Boom. So now we do have a, a subs bench for the players that we've missed and players that we love. So I think the probably the first thing to do is perhaps go for like we might pick a player that is that was like our fourth place choice in each section, and then three players for our, our own personal favorites. Let's well, say, do you, you want to
1: do that? Do you want to do the actual proper subs bench rule, which is we need a sub keeper?
0: Yes, because I think we should do that. So. Oh, okay, fair. Because okay, if so,
1: if if so, then like it's it's going to be Allison.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is going to be Haaland, yeah. yeah. I want to give a
2: special mention to him um, Fabio Aurelio.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? He oh. got, when he had a moment, he had a moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, he didn't <he laughs> <a little too laughs> many
0: of them. Chelsea and Chelsea and United free kicks. Mhm.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. He was it, that was his one and only skill in fairness was the free kick. He was just so goddamn good at it. Um but again, it, it just the injuries just never really panned out, you know? Uh, do you know what? I think this is a good place for Steve Finnan. Because it was it it, it was a very tough show between him and Trent. And I think, like, if we're not going to be able to put him in the first team, I think it's only fair to put him here, you know? So I think... Are, are we thinking with a manager's
2: head, though? Whereas, like, Trent would never get injured. Why would we waste a pick on Finnan?
0: Perhaps. I think... I was thinking more so the fact that, like for some aspects like it was a bit unfair on Finn and not to make this team but because Trent was there as well we were kind of compelled to it but uh again I'm happy to be shouted down otherwise what do you think um nail.
1: no no I'll go with that yes go yeah. with that. what is it you yeah. want Finn on the bench yeah? Yeah. yeah
0: yeah Yeah, we'll go with it okay so we have Finn uh, so that's I suppose that's our that's our defender uh nailed on so I guess we can pick a midfielder mm-hmm. and it would be I yeah. I'll go with Milner yeah Milner, Sherrano.
2: <sighs>
0: we Mascherano. speak two, no,
2: no, not two the same. But Milner, again, him on Twitter this week was amazing. Plus he's a, <laughs> plus he's yeah. a tank of a player. Him
1: nah, playing... nah, if you want tank of a player, you can't get more than Mascherano. Just ask uh, Oxlade Chamberlain.
0: Yes, he, oh.
1: was, he was put out for a year after attempting to tackle that man.
2: But if James Milner cuts his grass with his daughter's <laughs> plastic scissors, he's going in the team, in the in the bench.
1: And Razor Ruddock doesn't make it in for breaking both of Andy Cole's legs.
0: There's there's, just... there's plenty of space in the bench deal, all in da, good time. I, I'm not all getting this. I'm just time.
1: not getting. Just not getting.
0: <laughs> all right, then I'll, I'll hammer home the point. He used the same
2: song that Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Perry Edwards used to their dance
0: in a montage of him separating tea bags. Bag. his own tea bags no less like actual milner yes. tea not yorkshire tea i just want to
1: point out oh yeah because he's got his own brand of yorkshire tea doesn't he?
0: yes no, he does he yeah oh does he I
2: thought no he, he, no, he doesn't he, he doesn't, he
1: doesn't. no the tea company have it for him because um because it was it because of the boring james milner twitter account yeah now.
2: that's right yeah, yeah. Um, it, we're in lockdown day. we're in complete lockdown by the way lads
1: yeah yeah they just announced it now two two weeks Hey.
0: Except for people, except for people in retail, which is me, and probably me as well. <laughs> I still, I still have to work. Um, but yeah, that's great. That means this podcast's going on forever, lads. So uh, better stretch this out a bit. Fuck. Uh, I want to yeah. play Mario Kart on Switch. <laughs> um, that, but
2: Jeff, yes, first. Milner. Yeah, I bought it today.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll go with Milner. Yeah. We we still have place in, we have we still have space in the bench for uh, for our fan favorites, but I think Milner deserve is warrants a space on this uh, bench. So I guess we can kind of stick in a forward here. So uh, fucking Robbie Fowler's a good show.
2: What? Uh, Michael Owen. Owen off the... oh Michael Owen in his prime off the bench. How? Oh, yeah Owen. he would rip to shreds. Yeah okay no,
1: no I'm I'll, I'll I'm right talking like uh, yeah yeah early period Owen like not mm. the Owen after you sold him off.
0: Oh, yeah, or yeah, what? the Owen that's now a fantastic helicopter pilot in Qatar.
1: Yeah. I'm going to the golf course.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that video. Should I watch oh, it? Oh, please. You, you I'll need get to. it to your eyeballs. What was it? Michael Owen helicopter, is it? Grand. No,
1: basically, he's It's him, He's not actually in a helicopter. It's like he's on a really bad green screen. <laughs> uh, and it's terrible. It's...
0: He does, like, a virtual tour of uh, Dubai. And it's just it's glorious. It's, it's glorious. so bad. Oh Jesus Christ! Like it, I think it is by far, <laughs> like we were having this conversation on the past podcast. It is I think the worst footballing footballer ad. Like there's a few good ones. Like there's, like, there's Wayne Rooney. There's like Steph Houghton. But Michael Owen is the winner there. It is the worst.
1: Yeah, um, that is
0: fair. So, so then we have space three more spaces on the bench, lads. So I think we should all pick a fan favorite and. uh... Whoever makes a bench does. So Neil, okay. a, a an ongoing theme of your uh, conversation has been Razor Ruddock. <laughs> Dare I say that is your fan favourite? Uh, no. No. I would, uh,
2: my, we're, we're not going to get Razor Ruddock teabagging fucking Mike Blain <laughs> on the bench.
1: <laughs> who um who did we have on the left wing or left midfield? It was Mane, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, my fan favourite was actually McManaman.
0: Ah, okay. I am Steve happy McCullough. with that. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, very good. I think he was um, a fantastic
1: player for his. Absolutely brilliant player Really, really good.
2: Uh,
0: will I go next, I? Yes, please, Rain. Yes, please, oh, Okay. Would, of all the players that you have loved over the years, if you had to pick one to make this bench, this ultimate bench of of bench warmers, who would you pick? Uh,
2: like? Sure. Rattle off some names that probably won't get in honourable mentions for the honourable mentions Aquilani and um, <laughs>
0: fucking
2: Aquilani uh, Jesus Ngog scored a, scored a few amazing goals um, no he, but, he scored a
0: few goals that
2: was his problem goal again he's I've never, <laughs> I've never seen a goal more top corner than
0: his goal against Arsenal Jonathan i never seen I haven't seen any other goals outside of the one from Arsenal that was his <laughs> fucking problem okay um, I'm looking at the list up here because it's usually
2: they're probably all up here um
0: I have a, I have other players available if you want to scroll down.
2: Yeah, I I love. Oh, okay, this is tough. Um, do you do you have yours in your
0: mind while I'm looking at this? I have a few options. I was kind of waiting to see what you'd say first and see if it's waiting. actually 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 it's a no-brainer. Divock so, I, <laughs> I swear
2: to God, that song that song is the best thing in the world, and I swear, and I watched him score the goal in the Champions League final on someone's phone after the living rooms. TV went on with fucking glass and beer getting rained down on my head. De Origi's going has gone in the team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, for sentimental value, I think he might make the cut uh, because he was because um, we had a not too a very similar experience. We went to uh, our local brewery. Shout out to Rascals. Um, they showed the Champions League final, and uh, okay, granted, it was a pretty shit final, but we had a lot of t- lot of fun slagging it off for how bad it was. Uh, and we were I, like, I, I, yeah. we were sat beside a, a group of Liverpool fans. And we had just been remarking about like, yeah, okay, this is a shit final. But Alison's saving our bacon here. Origi comes on and scores the winner. And I just said to him there, I was like, it's 2019. And I just watched Divac Origi win us the Champions League final. And I genuinely can't believe I said that. Like, it just summarised how yeah. mental that was. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: I my, my memories from
2: that final... Um, my mate put on a liverpool accent to try and pull someone Mm -hmm. that was hilarious um in the living room and afterwards we were running down the street and there was like flares going off outside the biggest tourist hotel in the world in ireland you know that one the one just on o'connell street whatever it's called it's got like a sleepy kind of name to it um i don't know what it's called well i went up to this bouncer and we kept going up to every bouncer being like who do you support and i finally found a real madrid fan and i got very in his face and got told to go away so <laughs> Deivakariggy, was the catalyst for all this. So Deivakariggy's gone on the bench.
0: That's great. Um, I have a few. Fa- I have a few possible shouts here. Um, like no word of a lie. One of my favourite players growing up was Emil Heskey. Super Heskey. Super Heskey. Because as oh. a fat little shit growing up in Dublin, seeing another fat little shit playing so well for Liverpool just made my war- heart so warm. Um... So that one thing. I also genuinely did love Peter Crouch because he looks so unnatural. Yeah. But he just he, he just seemed to just get he had that what weird abnorm, abnormality to, to football where he was unmarkable. Um
2: The Man City, the goal against Man City for Stoke where he was like back to goal and somehow turned his body around to volley one from about forty yards.
0: the one I remember is the overhead kick against Arsenal, yeah. Where he scores four against him and God, like he did it's, score a better overhead kick, though. He did. That, the one, that was the that's the, the one baffling one. part. He scored better the, overhead kicks than that. The Bolton the
2: Bolton one was the best overhead kick because you could see it came back off the net and came out with it. It came out with the net, didn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. It, like, it went
2: right right in the bottom corner and came flying back out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, a player from the the recent crop would be uh, Ox. I am ge- oh, yeah. genuinely big fan of Oxley Chamberlain. Like I, I, was bantering like when when it was looking very very likely we were signing him, I was bantering the, <laughs> Neil and uh, and Burke for so long, saying, "Hey guys, uh, I'm really gonna look forward to uh, when Oxlade does this for us in a couple of months." And all I was getting was dogs abuse going, "It's not happening. It's not fucking happening. Shut up!" <clears throat> and uh, lo and behold, here we are a couple of years later, and he's shuffling on a still not done it. it <laughs> he's not even done a war. Although, what he has done is a Champions League victory, which you guys haven't. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. <sighs> it's a tough choice, lads. Um, real tough Yossi choice. Benay-
2: Yossi Benay- I'll put, him, put his name. He was put his a name forward.
0: Well. You see, this is the thing, Lucy. There's a lot of players that I have in mind that are just so bad. I feel like I'd lose reputation if I mentioned them. But I think who I will go John, for. John, John I, Joe Shelby. John Joe, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking. The base textbook definition of very flawed masterpiece <laughs> like the idea of john joe being that good is great but it just never never worked out um, but then he
2: decided to volley one from the halfway line into the net against chelsea when we had like basically no players on the pitch everyone was like oh he's fucking class he's the next answer to gerard look at that
0: from halfway. And, yeah. like
2: he's literally fucking dreadful
0: yeah he was dreadful uh I'm gonna go for Joe Allen.
1: No word of a lie.
0: I, it's Joe Allen. He's playing in Stoke at the moment. He's in the. He's fighting in the in the Championship relegation scrap. I genuinely do mean this. He is far too good to be in that league. Like he is. He deserves to be in a in a mid-table Premier League team, working away, just pumping in the yards. Like he is. He's up there with between. Oh, actually, I might have talked myself out of this now. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> I actually might no. Do you know why? Because I just realised that the one player that I was talking about here is fucking Dirk Kite Dirk Kite has yeah. like just put blood, sweat, and tears into every match he had with us, and I just I feel that has to be acknowledged. Like he was never he was never a technically gifted player, but he just yeah. played. He was just brilliant, and yeah, I I think he makes the bench just just out of that, like just for the industry yeah. alone. Um, as, much as, as much as Peter Crouch wants to get
2: rid of him, we'll put they, <laughs> <kiting them. laughs>
0: they are sworn enemies; they will battle forever, like the fucking chicken and Peter Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like again, Joe Allen is one of those players where is we we did. The, I don't really appreciate that the aspect of the game, but if you are playing with him, you're going, "Oh, I'm so glad Joe's there." You know, is that kind of like weird Henderson effect we have right now, where he does all the little things so easy. Joe Allen just runs everywhere. He just puts in the shift, and it's just fantastic. Kurt, Kite was the same way. So, So yeah, that is our team, we lads. Uh, we have an we have a substitute bench of Allison, Finnan, Milner, Owen, McManaman, Origi, and Kite. Fairly top-heavy, I think it's fair to say, lads. But uh, I suppose we can have Milner playing centre-back. He hasn't done that yet. Um, yeah. So that's not- it, then. I, I don't think so, actually. He might have done it once. Oh no, he did. No, no, he had he had a good
2: month where he was playing centre back, or two weeks, I think it was. That or was, was that l- Lucas Leiva. That was Lucas Leiva. Wasn't
0: it? I think it was Lucas. Yeah, he hasn't played centre back yeah. yet. Yeah. Maybe ma- maybe maybe in a couple of months when we've got the league sewn up, we can just have him in in, in goal and in centre back just to sign that off the bucket list, you know. So. Yeah, that, that is a team and a half. That is a, f- a absolute fantastic team. I must say, I'm really happy with that um so yeah that is our team and um, we might put this up on uh, on our twitters and we can uh, we can always argue the toss about this later on but that is our team feel free to agree or disagree with us or not and uh see what your teams look like i guess that would be a a good idea so Ryan, thank you very much for joining us on the uh look football podcast uh yeah, i believe nice. thank you. I, I believe this is your time to plug all the shit that you have yes well the one shit that I have, and the many things that are going on in
2: that. Anyway, you can find me, me and my good friend Kieran um, on the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. Um, we are a wrestling podcast putting out way too much content right now because we're bored. Um, me and Jonathan are probably going to record. Prepare to
1: get more bored. Yeah. In the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah.
2: Me and Jonathan. Actually, me and me, me and Jonathan. and next week, are going to probably gonna record the best video I've ever done. Which, it, it, Jonathan, we're not going to reveal the net I've probably I've. Might, no, I actually haven't. I've just said it's a good idea, but me and Jonathan will probably agree it's probably going to be a very interesting podcast to listen to. Um, it's going to yeah, tickle some other
0: rhythms. I say that much.
2: It is, and it's going to be going to have a lot of nostalgia. And we have some, we have two very special guests um, as well. So we'll um, leave that to next week. Yes, um, you can find us on um, hallway graps pod on Twitter hobby wrestling podcast on spotify and soundcloud we used to do youtube but who the hell is ours no one listens to podcasts on youtube
0: yeah we're we're the same Um, we we used to be on youtube and just nobody nobody watches us anymore so
2: now um you can find me on the man that genetics forgot um i have a very bad twitter um full of videos of me crippling myself and self-deprecating so you can enjoy (laughs) that Um, and jonathan abusing me as well jonathan and amy abusing me that is always uh, very very funny yeah yeah, Jonathan. Thanks for having me on,
0: and I'd no, uh, love to come on. Yeah, man. Absolutely yeah, good
1: a pleasure. Yeah, man. Great to yeah. have you on. Thank
0: you. Great stuff. um I'm thinking, I'm thinking. as 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 for us, we are going to uh, do this again. This time, Neil, it's your turn. We're going to be doing an Arsenal Ultimate Eleven, and we'll see how many of the Invincibles make the cut. Uh, so well, we'll see. Only you... five can. Oh, yes. Exactly. That is the that is the fun part. You're going to have to choose between your favorite players, and I can't Eddie wait. <laughs> it's 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 gonna be for the younger girl round, isn't it? Um I, I am very much going to enjoy the Shaden Friday that, that is going to bring. So uh we'll see you next time when we do our Arsenal Ultimate Eleven next week. Uh until then lads, that was Liquid Football. Woo!